0: You're listening to the Be Chic University podcast, and I am your host, Brittany Ball. On this show, we discuss all things millennial, but some of my favorite topics are money advice, career moves, productivity hacks, and managing a side hustle from five to nine when you have a nine to five. Catch these golden nuggets on the Be Chic University podcast as we dig into the millennial lifestyle with a hint of professional chic advice from yours truly tune in weekly for fresh content and check out my blog 24/7 for even more at org. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into another episode of the Bsheeque University podcast. First and foremost, I have to thank you for riding with me and really soaking up all this content in my home buying series. We got the most streams last month and it's either because I have some very nosy family and friends where this particular content is what y'all really wanted to hear. Either way, I see you and I appreciate it. We're coming up on the two year anniversary of the podcast, and that was a great milestone to hit before getting there. Speaking of, the only way we're going to keep growing is if you spread the love. You already know what to do. Subscribe to the podcast if you're still on the late train and review so I know how you're really feeling. And Of course, share the podcast with a friend so we can grow the tribe. So in this episode, I'm kind of taking things back to the basics of goal setting and getting organized and building systems to finally reach our goals. It's easy to fall into the daily routine and lose sight of what is beyond our comfort zone when we're not strategic about how we plan to push ourselves and then actually doing it. And I say we because I'm mostly speaking about me. I've definitely had those moments, even in the last few weeks, where I had plans to be productive with my weekend and really moving the needle just to spend that time relaxing and making no progress. But guess what? There's nothing wrong with that. And what sparked this episode for me was the 2020 U.S. election and how everything has been playing out. As I record this episode, we just found out hours ago that Joe Biden is now the new president elect and I am so overjoyed that this whole process is done and I'm really looking forward to our country making progress and just having an overwhelming sense of hope, but actually acting out on that in the upcoming four years. But that was just a little sidebar. Um, but this whole week, you know, was actually crazy. And there was so much anxiety within both parties for their presidential candidate to win. This year, so much was on the line, ranging from healthcare to international relations to domestic civil rights and just basic human rights that have somehow come in question at the political level. When all was said and done, it just felt like the fate of our lives. Our very own everyday lives were in the hands of a 70-something-year-old white man. Days before the election, I set out to find inner peace in this situation and take back control of my life. And I realized that during this entire pandemic, I was leading up to this very moment. The principles or concepts that I returned to were simple. My faith, my goals, my determination, and my systems. All of these aspects or components gave me the strength to feel, but actually to know that I am the CEO and president of my own life. I always thought it was interesting to see companies with one person as a CEO and president leading the organization as opposed to the typical One person being the CEO and the other person being the president. So I looked up the exact definitions of each role and it boils down to the CEO being the visionary leader while the president is the operational and strategic leader of everyday activities within the company. And when you think about it with one person being each, that's not necessarily realistic for our own lives. It's actually what we have to be for ourselves, especially at a time where for black and colored people like myself, we need to be our own biggest advocates in whatever space we are in. We have to be the CEO and president of our own lives. It takes visionary to see where you want to be and practicality to make it happen slowly, but surely making progress day to day. When it came to my faith, I had to stop talking the talk and just simply walk. Making promises to myself on a daily basis to read my Bible and then never opening it was unacceptable. Spending time in the Word and applying the lessons to the faith I needed to brave the uncertainty in our country changed the tide for me, long before we saw the shifts in the ballot counts. I now strive to be very intentional in my daily prayers And Bible study, and I'm getting better at it. And of course, I didn't beat myself up too bad, knowing that we live in a world of technology meant to distract us and force us into a vicious cycle of making comparisons, manifesting doom and gloom, and extreme consumerism. But once I pulled away from all of that, I really started to make some progress, not only spiritually, but also emotionally and mentally. In what ways can you challenge yourself to be more intentional and connected to your spirituality? Whether you need to spend more time praying, meditating, resting, whatever it may be, stop making the excuses and make it your top priority. I can't even start to explain the mental clarity and peace I felt when I started to truly connect with God on a daily basis. Being intentional with your spirituality will truly empower you to accept the things you cannot control, take charge of the ones you can, and have the wisdom to know the difference. My favorite add-on to that famous quote is to also have the peace and the realization of both of those. So that is how I reconnected with my spirituality in order to reclaim my role as CEO and president of my own life. I also revisited my goals more often. Like many others, after I set my 2020 goals at the end of last year, I started off by revisiting them maybe once a month to check my progress. But there was no plan or system in place to ensure that I reached each one. Thankfully, yet unfortunately, the pandemic sentenced me to more time at home, And my goals were the only constant, controllable thing I could focus on. Regardless of the pandemic and its effects, I learned how to hone in on the positives that I could create for myself despite the negativity all around me. I also gave myself the permission and grace to revise goals, replace goals, and really focus on new needs that I found. Such as recommitting myself to social justice and supporting organizations that have already been active and consistent in the fight against police brutality, injustice in the judicial systems, poor services for our underserved communities, and the socioeconomic gaps that cripple our society. Those things became important to me again, and I set out to be the leader of my life and make an impact on others in those areas. The recommitment and intentional focus on my goals gave me reason and motivation to persevere through the pandemic as best as I knew how. If your goals have been totally upended due to major lifestyle changes from the pandemic, I challenge you to finish this year with new goals of things you have control over now. And if your goals from January 2020 are still intact, take this time to set intentional activity daily and weekly to make progress towards those goals. I can guarantee you 1,000% that you will be happy with the progress you make that otherwise would have been left undone. The last two concepts that I framed my mission around was determination and systems. As I said before, a goal with intention is useless. Better said, a goal without a plan is just a wish. I was tired of wishing for things that I either didn't put the work in to achieve or never had control over in the first place. So I matched a newfound sense of determination with organization systems to reach those goals I spoke about. It's funny how some things or lessons come full circle because that was what my life ended up being during the pandemic and quarantine. When I was studying for my real estate license, I probably pushed my timeline back so many times, and it was because it took me a little bit longer to finish the courses. I wanted to be very intentional with my studying and be sure that I passed my exam on the first try. And after wasting six months of so called studying with the worst formatted course in 2019, I was determined not to miss the mark in 2020. I tweaked my plans by studying nonstop on some weekends. But then on others, I studied less when I realized I needed rest. These were, so to speak, low management tools I learned in school. I was super busy during my undergraduate years that I actually jeopardized my long distance relationship with my husband, who was then my boyfriend. I also implemented a ton of studying techniques that I knew. Unfortunately, I didn't really use them in school, but in order to Retain the information that I was learning from my course, which was online and I had no support with, I had to be more strategic in how I approached it and implementing those things that I learned in the past in order to not make that mistake again. Another huge goal of mine was sticking to healthy habits, but making sure they actually stuck this time. Year after year, I slipped into old habits and maybe even picked up a few more bad ones. But something about this year changed that. Pulling from my knowledge on habit-forming and healthy living, I finally explored some options that worked for me. I started juicing veggies and fruit on a regular schedule to make sure Nick and I stayed consistent. I listened to my body and worked out when I felt ready instead of going 200% hard, but inconsistently. I started journaling every day for personal therapy and working on my communication with family and friends especially when we were separated so much more. Yes, time still got tough. I felt lonely and scared sometimes, but I always came back to my faith, my goals, and systems to get back on track, even if that took a few weeks to achieve. By the time elections rolled around, I had an inner peace that I couldn't even explain. Looking back on the first week post-election, I have to credit it all to my reclaiming my life And knowing that it is not in the hands of some old white man thousands of miles away from me. I'm not ignorant to the fact that legislation does shape a lot of what we experience in our daily lives. But how things affect my mental state in pursuit of my best self is all up to me. So I feel like I got a little preachy in this episode, but I think it was needed. It was a bit of therapy for me, so thanks for joining in on this little session. But I hope it was a message that you needed to hear, too. Despite the outcome of the political race here in the U.S., from the local to state and the national levels, I knew that I had to do something to reclaim my peace and sense of control. And no, not just because my personality type is to be in control, but to show myself that a vast majority of how my life turns out is dependent upon my own mentality and actions and not someone else. Thanks again for tuning in. If you have not noticed, I've been following a more structured and polished format for the show. I want my content to be short yet impactful, so I took a slightly different style approach to deliver that in the second half of the season. So feel free to let me know what you think of it in your future review or DM me on Instagram at The I'd love to hear from you. I'll return next week with this heat, but until then, subscribe, review, and share the podcast with someone you think will like it. See y'all next time.